Haley, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Um, well, both of us are still kind of sick, so yeah, down bad. Yeah. Shout out to Brian for covering for me last week when I was. What you think ill. of the ep- What you think of the episode? Did you give it a um, listen? Not yet. It, on my run tomorrow, it's it's queued up, so I will give okay. you. <laughs> I've heard good things. People who oh, have good. listened to have they said you and Brian were were pretty funny. So, all right, I'm yeah. glad. Well, we're yeah. gonna make this a, a quick intro because you know. We got a guest got here. We don't want to. We don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to keep him waiting too long. But uh, for an intro question today, I thought I would ask, "What is your favorite genre of movie?" Um, I'm not really a movie person. Um, oh, not wow. a big movie person at all. I, I can't sit still for that long. Um, but okay. if I had to pick comedy, like pure comedy, would for me like. I, I don't mind a rom com, but like a comedy is would be where I gravitate towards. Like nothing else, honestly. Okay. Nothing serious. Nothing. I hate action movies. Interesting. Yeah. I would yeah. not have. I would have guessed something completely different. What would you have thought? I was gonna guess like thrillers, thrillers or yeah. horror movies. But I can see the I can see the angle of not being able to to sit still. You know, you got yeah. you got a busy schedule out there in Philly. Yeah. And I just like, I'm like a 20 minute sitcom person. That's like my sweet spot. So yeah, right. that makes sense. What about yourself? Recently, I've really been into the like made for TV movies, honestly. Yeah, uh, those are good. Partly they're a little shorter, I think, than the actual movies. Yeah. Um, but also I've just realized that pretty much anything that HBO releases is good. I'd agree. I agree. I'll... I'll take you on that. I think that's a, I would agree. Yeah. Maybe yeah. And also, I mean, Netflix has some good ones too. Um, but I also, yeah. I also like a documentary. I don't know if that's a movie type, but I will throw that in. There. Oh, I would count that. I would definitely okay. count that as a documentary. Like documentary. Do you go. have one that you've watched <laughs> recently? I feel like every time someone says that, I feel like they just say like immediately the one about SeaWorld. No, I mean, the one that I watched <laughs> recently, this is funny, but it's not, was, is the Larry Nasser one. Oh, yeah, that's it was not the, no, it, it's very that's a topic for a different day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was the first one that came to mind because I watched like two weeks ago. On like a right. Friday night. I was like, what else you I was like, what are we do? doing watching this? But we learned something. So there cool. we go. <laughs> well, uh, now that that's over, we have our first ever guest on the Sports Medicine Podcast. Uh, and we're so excited to introduce everyone to Trustin Annan. Trustin, how we doing? So, Trustin, I know we've we've given you a, a heads up on this, but mm-hmm. every guest that we have that comes on the show, we have to ask them very first question: What would their walk up song be if they were in the MLB? And I'm going to go a step further, actually, with you. If you were in the MLB. Had a walk-up song. Also, what position would you play? And you would be good at it. You would be really good at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Athleticism doesn't apply. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, Um, No, oh, but, uh, thanks for having me on, by the way. It's an honor to be the first guest. Um, my walk-up song, I'm a, I'm a classic rock guy. Uh, and working, you know, for the team I do, there's a player that has a great walk-up song. And uh, it's When the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin. Uh, oh. Mike Yastrzemski, it's his walk-up song. It's phenomenal. It's just the way the bass comes in and the harmonica. It's you can't beat it. it. Gets the juices flowing. 
That's a good one. That's, that's like a awesome good lead pick. off batter. That's a good lead off batter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it would play like at the beginning of the inning. So, you know, warm ups are still going on. So it gets a couple extra 10, 15 seconds of play. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah it's I like on. it. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> and position, I would say probably catcher. Um, I played catcher all the way through high school. Um, and I just, you had, it's a very cerebral position and you were always thinking when you're back there. So I just, I always really enjoyed it when, you know, when I did play it and, you know, yeah. watching the guys and just seeing how smart and athletic they need to be back there. Yeah. I probably said it's under, uh, under, not undervalued, but you know, underappreciated yeah. more than it should be. And they're playing every, like all every game they're always behind yeah. the plate like that's what i think is amazing and they have to be totally dialed in and on all the time not like all the other players don't but like i'm a big no. i'm a big fan of catchers too i think i'm like always exactly. amazed <laughs> yeah like the fielders they get pitches you know from time yeah. to time because they're in between and then catchers you know they're back there thinking trying to figure out which play to, or pitch to call and all that so exactly they're, they're always involved yeah i think like the local local fans will of the pod will know this, but Trustin and I did go to high school together. So that was our, our in on the podcast. Mm. Pays to know people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think that um, would be a good kind of transition then to get into trust and why we're kind of having you on the podcast today. We were hoping that you would be able to kind of talk to us about what you're doing right now uh, for work and like kind of how you, found this job too i'm very interested in that you mentioned yeah. to us that you studied sports management and business right at at yeah. uh one in of the indiana. least popular schools <laughs> in indiana mm, yeah. school that no one's heard of it that <laughs> that's not purdue yeah, yeah. So, um yeah no i mean happened? uh so uh i mean obviously like you, i said earlier i played baseball throughout high school um obviously wasn't good enough to keep playing it after that so uh but I, I just i love the game and i was kind of involved on uh video so to speak but more stat keeping through games um in high school so once i got to school i knew i just kind of wanted to stay in the game um i took the business course or uh degree just because i thought i wanted to do more business operations um within the sport and i don't know, i mean i guess i can kind of break it down Baseball, like working baseball is separated into two kind of departments. There's the business side and the baseball side. And the business side is marketing, promotions, ticket sales, all that. And the baseball side is the front office, GM, you know, contracts, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I thought originally I wanted to get in the business side. Wasn't too appealing to me. I explored it more and then uh, graduated college and uh found some applications for an open posting for a company called sports or i'm sorry inside edge up in minnesota um that was a pandemic year of course so it was only there for about a month and a half um and then went to another similar company called sports info solutions which is about an hour and a half outside of pennsylvania or at uh, philadelphia excuse me um and both of those companies are really just video and statistical data collection companies. Um, teams just, they're third-party contracts uh, that teams uh, purchase with them. And they kind of just be like, hey, we don't necessarily have the time or resources, or we just want a second pair of eyes to look at this. And 
I would watch, you know, three, four baseball games a day from college, minor league and major league. And then kind of just catapulted that into, uh, into the a gig here with the giants last year. So, sorry, Schwarber just hit a second bomb. I, yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, just his second home run today, which is good for, good for me because it's Schwarberger fest. So every homer he uh-huh. gets, it's like, two dollars off a hoagie at wawa so i will be front and center at the wawa tomorrow (laughs) yeah i looked to my side and i said oh is this a replay or is this real life (laughs) he's a iu grad too by the way yeah you know cincinnati guy went to played at iu for a year maybe yeah went to to the big Uh, leagues a couple years yeah no i mean he was he was there for oh did he play the three years yeah and indiana's good at they're always like pretty historically good baseball program Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ever since he got there, he kind of he took him to the first super regional in years, and yeah. they've been pretty competitive ever since. And you know, he won a won a World Series with the Chicago Cubs. So yeah, yeah. And a catcher. I'm, uh, yeah, and a catcher. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a White Sox yeah. fan at heart, so unfortunately, the the oh. Cubs World Series is a little bit of pain, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, that was more for Maddie, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. But that's but awesome. That's, okay. that's a that's a really cool background. I'm like I'm very intrigued and i feel like i don't know i like i yeah I, that's a really cool way to get into it all and um yeah i feel like there's so much you can do in sports and in sports management that's a cool path I'm, no excited. absolutely and what i really like about baseball is there's there's a bunch of different ways you can get into it i probably took one of the harder routes to get into it um just because i didn't have a whole lot of previous experience before working for the giants um like a lot of guys will be college or student managers for the college team or graduate managers, stuff like that. And that's kind of a great launching pad. Um, but companies like Inside Edge and Sports Info Solutions, they exist and have those positions exactly for, you know, kind of the journey that I went on. So yeah. it's, I mean, they're great companies. I, I owe everything that I've learned up until now to them. So they're great stepping stones. Yeah. Cool. So now you're with, you're with the Giants, and you said um, you're with their AAA team, right? Yeah, so I I work in the player development department, which is separate from the major league roster and all that, um, different okay. operations. Um, and I, my official title is video and technology associate, and this last season I was assigned to the AAA affiliate in Sacramento. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So are you lo- yeah. like physically located out there? Uh, no, so I was located out there for the season, but okay. I'm, I'm, oh, back, yeah. I'm back home now in Chicago for gotcha. the off season. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So then what, um, are you, so during the season, were you, you're just traveling them with the team and you're videoing like every yep. single game pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, the role for lack of a better term is video coach. I mean, I hesitate, hesitate to even call it a coach cause we don't really have any control. I personally don't have any control over like the players development or, you know, on field stuff. Um, I'm kind of just there purely as a help for a coaching tool. But um, I mean, I travel with the team. I'm in the meetings with the coaches, with the players. Um, You know, I, I create the advanced videos that basically the players use to prepare for the upcoming game or the upcoming series. So, like, when you see guys looking at video on the iPads then dug out during the World Series, like, I'm putting oh. videos on those iPads. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. I do always watch them go in there and watch the iPads, and I'm always, like, I'm always kind of curious what they're looking at. Like, so, what? yeah, like, what, are they watching what just happened? Are they watching, like, it, other it at-bats? Depends. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, 
It depends. I mean, we have a different system than what they use, obviously, just because minor leagues and major leagues, it's a different level. Um, but I mean, it's for how we did it is we kind of broke it up in position groups. So, you know, we would have select advanced video on all the bullpen guys for our hitters when they would come into the game. So a bullpen reliever would come into the game and then our hitting coach would throw up a video of his pitches, his attack areas, all that kind of stuff on the iPad. Um, you know, starting pitchers, same thing. I would send that video out them to them every night or every morning. And then uh, for our pitchers, it's kind of the same thing, but reverse. We're just, we're showing them, you know, how to attack the opposing hitters. Gotcha. Okay. So that, that is really cool. Where do you see this kind of going long-term? Like, do you want to stay in video or is your, you mentioned you weren't really into like that business or more like side of baseball. You want to like keep stay on the baseball side of things mm-hmm. is like the long-term to like stay in video and like, work your way up to the MLB or would you like to like have more of like a stronger, you know, coaching role and player development role? Like what, yeah. what's next? Um, at the moment, uh, it, it, I would say it is a good a video role with uh, a major league team. Um, ideally the White Sox cause I'd be in <laughs> Chicago half the time. So, and it's the childhood team, obviously. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of, that's kind of the beauty. It's the beauty and the curse of the video department. Like, it's it's a good base where you can branch out into multiple different departments afterwards, but you're not really like specialized in one specific area. So, you know, if you want to make a jump to somewhere else, you might not be a stronger candidate, so to speak. Um, okay. Personally, like I'm applying to different positions right now this offseason. So like I'm applying to court, uh, video coordinators, which is essentially my boss right now, um, who is in charge of all five levels of minor league and the uh their training complex wherever the spring training complex is or like i said uh, a major league full-time gig but those are very few and far in between when they become available so sure um but yeah so it's like i said i don't it's kind of i'm a take it year by year kind of guy i don't really have Mm -hmm. a whole five-year plan but again like i said that's kind of the beauty of baseball so Nice. What was been like, what's been your favorite part of this last season? Like, is it fun to watch someone, I don't know, like get up to the plate and you're like, that guy's going to the majors or is it fun just traveling and getting to know like the team and the coaches or like putting the videos together? What, what's the best part? Yeah. I mean, overall, the best part for me, my favorite part is just being a part of a team again, essentially where, I mean, that was, you know, I know a lot of people enjoy high school sports a lot because, you know, that's the last time they're in that kind of team environment. They're in, you know, with the, uh, with the guys. But, I mean, I, I really enjoy that aspect. Some of the coolest stuff, though, is like kind of like you said, where, you know, we'll be working with players in AAA and then you'll look up on TV and they'll be there. Um, like we had a, we had an infielder this year who reported to Sacramento for a game at 1.32 o'clock gets the call that he's getting promoted and three hours later, four hours later, we're sitting in the clubhouse watching him on TV playing in San Francisco. And it's like that we were just talking. About <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's pretty surreal, at least from a baseball fan perspective, uh, just being able to see that. And it's, I mean, what I know now working in the industry for a couple of years compared to what I knew or thought I knew just as a fan, it's world different. So, 
yeah. just being able to have this exposure and knowledge is, I, I love it personally. It's just kind of what keeps me going. So yeah. Haley, and, sorry, I'm taking all the questions. Oh, I was just going to say, remind both myself and the listeners, the AAA is pr right prior to the yes. MLB. Okay. Yes, so you're working like, in the highest level of the minors. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 No, I do think that, I think that the thing that you say about them, you know, you see that, that interface between the minors and the majors and yeah, you see those players and it's crazy. Like, yeah, they get called and they're going up to play a game and you see them. And I feel like that'd be really rewarding and exciting too. like by proxy. You're like, man, I'm so excited. They got called up and yeah. you're kind of working again on that interface between the majors and the minors. That must be fun. And I think it's like yeah. the washed up athlete in me. I'm like, yeah, the team aspect is, was the best part. And I feel like I, you know, I work on a team, but it's not as fun as working on a sports team. I feel like that, that the environment's like so different and just so unique to sports. So yeah. you know, as a washed up, as a washed up high school athlete, <laughs> I would, I would enjoy that too. Just that team aspect, having that again. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something you don't expect really. I mean, it's, I mean, even like looking back at high school, I feel like it's not really an aspect that you realize that's why you enjoyed it until you truly think about it. And then, you know, here I am living it again. It's like, you know what? I kind of forgot what this felt like. Yeah. <laughs> and now you get paid too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a yeah. bonus. It's a win-win. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's awesome. And how much have you learned about, how much has your baseball knowledge expanded? Like you're probably pretty knowledgeable to begin with as a player, but how much have you learned about the sport? And I think baseball, like from a, I mean, from just like a sheerly statistics perspective, there's like a million stats and there's so much mm -hmm. to learn about the game. Like how, how much coming as somebody who played the game, how much have you learned about the game through this different role? It, it's a night and day difference, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I remember sophomore, sophomore year of college, I was filling out an application and somebody asked, uh, it's like, what, what's your favorite baseball statistic? And I think my answer was something about ERA. And it's like ERA is one of the most like dinosaur statistics to look at nowadays with yeah. picture or not dinosaur, but the most incomplete statistic, I should say. Yeah. Um, so it, going from that and now, like, I mean, I can tell you about seam shifted wake. I know pitch science, like I yeah. know how and why a pitch is supposed to move a certain direction. If you put, you know, different pressure on a different side of the ball. I mean, it's just, it, it's a night and day difference. Yeah. And part, part of the reason is kind of being in the trenches with the team because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm there every day talking with the pitching coach being, you know, why for changeup, why do you have him move his finger, you know, three laces down or a quarter turn on the ball and just being able to pick actual former players brains like that and coaches in the game. It's like I said, I, I just live for it. So it's yeah. awesome. I didn't realize that degree of detail. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems now that you said it, it seems so obvious, but that's, yeah. that's super. I cool. mean, yeah. I mean, teams put a lot of inve uh, investment into these players and players obviously are looking to get the same kind of investment back. So, I mean, especially with the amount of technology we have nowadays and what it can capture and accomplish. I mean, people are just trying anything if, if they think you get them a better edge on it. So I switched my insurance to State Farm. And get this, I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, 
they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent? It's called service. Call State Farm Agent Joe McNamara in the northwest suburbs of Chicago today. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to move into some more uh, some more random questions or some more like trendy questions that I feel like kind of come up around baseball. And one of my favorite ones to ask someone, right, if I'm like at a bar or at a game or something, would you be okay with the MLB adding more advertisements or logos to the MLB jerseys? if it meant less TV timeouts and more in-game commentary. So think of like a soccer jersey today. Interesting. Would, I, I mean, baseball is kind of tough in that situation because, I mean, you have to have a TV timeout, so to speak. Like there's going to be inherent dead time during right. the games. Um, I I I think it would be interesting if like MLB Network kind of did almost like a Manning cast stream where actually I, I I know I feel like ESPN did some kind of like analytics stream in the past um, where it's not you know it's just kind of mainly follows the numbers where you know Apple TV kind of did a little bit and I wasn't a huge fan of how they did that but just if they go more into the numbers and you know kind of appease that nerd quote-unquote side of the game and then you can have all the you know old diehards who are complaining about numbers watching ESPN I'm kidding that's I was being too <laughs> being too harsh but um, but yeah no it's uh I, I think it'd be a great a great avenue to explore but it's just you know it's all about market and who wants to pay for that so yeah <laughs> um but what was the first part of your question sorry the if uh if you'd be cool with having more logos on like the classic MLB Jersey. Yeah. So they started rolling that out this year. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of teams have patches like on their sleeve. Um, like the, the giants were one of the most infamous ones. I'm not a fan of their, uh, their patch on their sleeve personally, but that's just a opinion. Um, I'm not opposed to it per se. I it just depends where you're going to put it. I mean, I don't think you can put it like, I mean, I'm looking at the Phillies jersey right now. It's not like you can put like an ad underneath it on their stomach or something. Yeah. Um, or, you know, even something below the numbers on their back. <clears throat> so, I don't know. It's, it's possible. I'm not completely against it. I mean, everyone's shoving advertisements where they can now, but. Yeah. Say so they put a couple, they get a couple ads on the sleeves and then you've get your, you get your little broadcast with them going into the numbers that's what it, if that's what it takes we'll we'll throw a few things on to it <laughs> yeah. yeah well you know you know what i've noticed which they've kind of thrown on the radar is those boards in the back yeah i those think aren't about that. real ads yeah oh they're not no or oh. not all the time but yeah. like sometimes they'll be green screen so it's just like targeted ads for your your district oh, for your region oh okay yeah. interesting like Wow, yeah, so I, mean, I didn't know that. So if you were at the, yeah, it, it's it's just they they implant the ad right there. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Smart. So they're always smart. trying I mean, to get yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they, there's so many different kinds of advertising and marketing that they're already trying to force into the game that yeah. you can't really stop it at this point. Haley, what about you? You've been watching a lot more baseball than I have. What do you think of that question? I just think I think Tristan's right. Like baseball has inerrant inerrant stops. Like it's you're 
pitching changes. It's going to take some time. They're going to go to commercial. Um, in between innings, they're going to go to commercial, things like that. Um, so I think there's just going to be that inevitable. But, yeah, I think if you did something like, you you know, you it, you upped your ads with players on their jerseys, whatever. I do think it's hard. Like, you know, you think soccer, they've got, like, just because they wear a crest instead of, like, a name or whatever, they can throw a million things on a jersey. But, um, but yeah, if you did it and, yeah, then you could have your, like, you know, they never go to commercial and you have a broadcast where they talk about, you know, they go more into the weeds or the details or they, you know, treat it more like a, you know, a traditional broadcast where they're not cutting to commercial, even though they're still cutting to commercial. I don't know. I'd be curious to see if they cut to commercial more or less than like in baseball than like a basketball game or a football game. I feel like it may be even less, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. And I, I noticed that this year, I looked that up because the Braves had a big yellow pad, like, ad for something and i was like mm-hmm. i didn't know they could do that and i looked that up and i was like oh that's interesting but you're right they're just trying to get ad- they'll get ads anywhere and honestly the the arm of a batter is a great place because they're facing outwards on screen things like that so yeah it yeah. Kind of works out for them strategic yeah yeah exactly i'd be curious i'm curious if how many like the commercial break frequency of a baseball game compared to like a ncaa football game well i, I just like think it's more like like american versus not American. Like I didn't realize how much I enjoyed watching like the FIFA World Cup this summer, or like I've watched a couple like uh, Premier League games this summer too. And um, I don't know. I just feel like they get way less commercials than we do. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's don't a know if that's game. just what, yeah, totally. If you totally, watched, totally. Uh, if you watched um, an. Um, an NWSL like the women's soccer league game they don't they don't cut to commercial in the middle of the half yeah, yeah they, that's a good point good but they point. probably you're right there's probably some you know add sorry the Phillies are open the floodgates a little bit um <laughs> <laughs> they're um like yeah it's just there but they, I think about all the advertisements on a soccer jersey or on the billboard like maybe you know it's all about ads it's all about money at the end of the day and I'm they're yeah. making it work so yeah so that was to my point is I, even if you had more ads on the jerseys I don't I don't know. The cynic in me is like, I don't think that's going to change anything. I think they're still going to cut the commercial. Yeah. They'll just show right. different ads at the commercial. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to cut to commercial because these, you know, wherever you're watching, it's got a, they're on the hook to play, you know, X number of commercials, a lot of stuff. So it's, it's all about money. They're just trying to yeah. make money. And I'm just trying to well, watch some sports. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, with 162 games a year, I mean, if you're asking the broadcasters to talk more than that, I don't know how else, how much else they can come up with. And I always think baseball broadcasting is is already like, um, it's like talk radio. You you yeah. you fill dead air, and then all of a sudden, all right, it's time to pitch, and they talk about baseball for a second, and then they're talking about you know X, Y, and Z. So it's already yep. a lot of. It's already you're right. They don't need to. They're working hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I think then, honestly, you guys are both watching it. Let's, well, you should just get into the the playoffs. I, I want to ask one question about: Do you think there should be robot umpires? Oh, so, yeah, that's a good one. And, and good will one. that get? Do you think that like you're gonna? I'm gonna guess that if they ever did that, it'd be a minor league rollout too. Probably, you know. Yeah. So, so the thing about AAA, at least, is it's kind of a testing ground, or I guess minor, uh, yeah. minor leagues altogether is a testing ground. So this year, we were able to test roll-ups. So we would play six-game series all, all throughout the year, and the first three games would be um, called by the umpire. 
or I'm sorry, it would be called, will be called by the robo. Um, wow. And then the last three games of the series would be called by the umpire, but players had a chance to challenge. Um, so they're trying, they're testing out a new challenge system. Um, oh. Which personally, I think challenge system is the way to go. I, I think that's the future of baseball. Um, the the robo ump is good in a way because everyone has the same zone. The, every hitter is going to go up with this, or each individual hitter is going to go up the same zone. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to have a different size of a strike zone in the first inning compared to the ninth inning. Yeah, you know, like you know, it has been a big complaint in the past. The only the downside that personally I saw in that this season was it's it's any part of the baseball that touches a strike zone is considered a strike. So um, have you guys seen the the line judge system in tennis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where if the, any part of the shadow touches the line is considered in. Yeah. It's the exact same thing for the strike oh, zone. Oh, interesting. So okay. you could you could have like a sliver of a half inch of lace touch the strike zone and it's a strike. If so the, the box the, is a little, it, it's, it's innately bigger than, I don't know. It's, there's more like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know how to describe it because it, it's basically any time if it's the outline of the ball, obviously on the system and it's got the line of the strike zone. And it's yeah. just, if, if any part of that is in the zone, then that's a strike. So it's yeah. not really considering the outside of it. It's still just saying if any part of it is touching it, it's a strike no matter what. Gotcha. Now, with that, there was a set. Every player had a set um, zone height based on their biomechanical height. Uh, it changed to, I can't remember. It, I think it changed to their height during their batting stance. It's, okay. uh, I, don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember the statistics yeah, or yeah. the actual no equation worries. on me right now. But, um, uh, but it's so it, it widens the strike zone in that sense where a ball that looks above the zone or, you know, you could have gotten a call outside of the zone might get the call just because it nicks it mm-hmm. um, where, you know, we've had we've had guys that are completely walking down to first base on ball four and the umpire stands up and he hears it in his ear that it's a strike and he calls it strike three. And it's like, you know, that's it's, it's tough. You just can't yeah. deal with that. Interesting. Um, but I know from a pitching side, it's guys like it just because you do have a sense of a bigger zone where you're getting calls where you wouldn't have before, but you're also getting the calls where, you know, if the catcher's crossed up and they're setting up outside and have to reach all the way inside for a pitch that if it's still over the plate, it's going to get called because of the robo lump, whereas mm-hmm. a normal lump, you know, Oh, he moved all the way over here for it. It's out of the zone. So that's a ball. Yeah. Um, but the challenge, the challenge system is my favorite. I, I, like I said, I think it's going to be the way the future for baseball. Um, it's every cha- every team gets three challenges a game. Um, the challenge has to be immediate, and it can only be done by the pitcher, the catcher, or the hitter. Mm-hmm. And they do it by tapping the top of their head. Oh. Um, at that point, the ump will turn around to the video guys in uh, behind home plate, and they'll display the strike zone and the pitch itself coming in, kind of like they do in tennis, up on yeah. the scoreboard for everybody to see. And if uh, you know if a hitter is challenging a strike call and it ends up being a strike, he lost it, he loses that challenge. The team has two more challenges. Mm-hmm. And if they win it, they keep the challenge and just keep moving on. So, I mean, we had games this year with no challenges, by either team whatsoever. And then 
We have, I remember we had a game at the end of the year where two of the first, I'm sorry, three of the first five pitches were challenged of the game. And I think we had our Sacramento ourselves had eight total challenges. Wow. So, wow. yeah. But also on the other side of that, the umpire, I, I think it's very good for the umpires because it teaches them the zone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they had those three days of knowing what the ABS zone is and knowing where each guy's zone is, where now when they're calling the game for those three days, they're, they're more clerical. They're more, they're just, they're more, uh, it's a better idea of the zone. They're not given, you know, three inches above or three inches outside just because the pitch looks like it's moving like it. Yeah. It seems like they're more like locked in then. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting to like, I was going to ask you what, because I, I think from, like, a fan perspective, there's, like, a, like, you like the human element of it and, like, that sports yeah. aren't always exact. But it's interesting from, like, a player perspective, especially a pitcher's perspective, where you would be like, well, part of the baseball <laughs> hit the strike zone, so it's a strike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean – I don't know. It's, I mean, there, there's, there'll be calls and that's the other thing too. Like I said, I mean, it's, it's a great teaching tool at the end of the day as well, because, you know, a guy can argue with an ump and be like that pitches two pitches outside. It's like, all right, well you think there are two balls outside. You think so? Go ahead and challenge it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, so. I think I like that. And it kind of, yeah, again, it gives the players a different, I think it just would add a different side to the game, gives the players some power in it. And I think it'd be exciting. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to have things, especially the challenge would be really exciting. Yeah. And you would know too, like which players are better at challenging versus like which players aren't, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we, we, we actually kept uh, our analysts and I, we kept the database of each, each success there, every challenge uh, that we, our team tried to make and just kind of had a running total. And from there we kind of learned like who was good at challenging, you know, who, who wasn't. And, so know. when some guy yeah, gets it- up to the plate, you're like, do not touch the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever you think you're seeing, it's not seeing it properly. Oh, so don't, right. don't do it. Exactly. No. All right, Haley. Do you got any any other questions or no? That was are it. You in, we, we are you interested? Gonna fill me in on what's what's going on with the Phillies right now? <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you think? I guess we'll start with the American League. What do you think about final there? Surprising. Um, I, at least I was. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, I mean, the Astros are just a constant thorn in everybody's side. Always they, good. They yeah. can never seem to not make the ALCS. So, um, mm-hmm. oh yeah, there you exactly. go. Uh, yeah, but no, I mean, the Rangers. Uh, I think it's going to be a Rangers Phillies World Series. Personally, with these four teams left, um, <laughs> it was funny. Maddie asked me originally last week about my playoff prediction, and I'm like. I've got one, but I don't think Haley's going to be too excited because she's a Phillies fan because I was going to choose the Braves, <laughs> and then they shut me up on that real quickly. So, <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, that was I'm still riding the high of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, it was an unbelievable series, but um, yeah, but yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's going to be Texas and uh, Philly, and I don't know personally. I'd love to see Texas win it all. Um, I really like Bruce Boshi, their manager, former Giant. Um, mm-hmm. But he's he's just one of the most knowledgeable baseball guys around, and he just you can tell how he manages that team. They all just respect the hell out of him. Um, so I'm a big fan of him personally. Yeah, I say the ALCS is kind of a matchup of 
legendary managers in a lot of aspects too. Like, you know, Dusty's pretty yeah. notable too. Yeah. So yeah, no, I was surprised. I think just, you know, so them having the same record, you know, the, I think whatever, there were seven Astros won seven of their 11 matchups, but I, you know, they were same record coming in. I was and just like the battle of Texas, Texas. I think it's just like the, the hoopla of it all is kind of an interesting scenario, but I was surprised was to see the Rangers just take care of business. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I can say I certainly didn't expect them to beat the Orioles as handily as they did. Yeah. Um, I, I thought the, you know, I felt, I liked the Orioles coming in. I was like, they're good. They're talented. And then they went down and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, Texas, especially, I mean, they've, they just, they've bounced back. I mean, they, they, I think they led the division for four and a half, five months straight, and Mm -hmm. then just kind of fumbled the bag at the end of the season and kind of just come rolling back with a vengeance. Exactly. Scherzer's back tomorrow too, which is huge. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause he was out injured, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, On the end. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, he's, yeah, it sounds right. He's been out for two months now almost, yeah. at least mm-hmm. so yeah it's yeah. It, it's gonna it's gonna be good i mean yeah both 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 lineups i mean like i said i'm going off texas and philly but i mean both lineups are incredible uh yeah. just off offensive yeah. wise there's not not really a guy you can pitch around the lineup mm-hmm. exactly then moving to the national league your thoughts here as phils are up six nothing in the in game two right now <laughs> it's i i don't i don't see how anyone beats them at this point i mean they're just mowing through people i mean that, yeah. it, it's kind of the same thing like i just said i mean you can't pitch around any single guy in that lineup I yeah mean, yeah it's just it's one dude to the next the next the next and nola nola wheeler and um ranger suarez suarez yeah, suarez mm-hmm. i mean just at least with how Suarez has been thrown, I mean, but that's that's two of the best starting pitchers in baseball right there. Yeah, yeah, I think they're they're hitting. I mean, they're also just they just hit a lot of home runs. I mean, they're just hitting home runs after home runs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think they they've been, you know, and they were a team I worried about pitching all season. They I was just you know didn't love their bullpen and you know knock on wood it's it's been so far so good. Um. And I think you know Rob. Thompson, their manager's done a great job. Really, so made some interesting decisions that I think people wouldn't have thought in the postseason, especially you know, especially in the series against the Braves. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's they can they do just have a lot of offensive weapons, and then you know, defensively they've got Trey Turner, you know, one of the better shortstops in baseball, and um, yeah, they, they're pitching well. And JT Real Muto, who's my favorite catcher, also mm-hmm. doing great work back there. So. They're good. The Diamondbacks are definitely good and can and have also had, you know, they were last, in my opinion, they were last year's Phillies. The Phillies were last team in, in kind of surprised yep. everybody and made it. And this was, you know, the Diamondbacks kind of, you know, similar story. So they can obviously do damage. Um, it's a long, long way to go in the series, but um, yeah. Yeah. The, Phils, the, Phils, Phils. <laughs> <laughs> the Diamondbacks, in my opinion, are kind of like uh, the Orioles where they're, they're going to be pesky for, a good yeah. good couple of years um i mean they've just got a really good young core uh mm-hmm. i mean the teams i was on in sacramento this year and even eugene last year in high a i mean we played all their prospects all year so i mean uh it, they just they have corbin carroll obviously Alec yeah. Thomas, a couple of the others and just even more in the wings so i mean they're they're gonna be pretty good for a while yeah we got good amount of trade chips 
Yeah, that's what I heard as well. That they're like, oh, this is just the you know, this is a, this is going to be a team that's going to be good, you know, for a few years to come here. So yeah. exciting yeah, times out in Arizona, out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm hoping my Phillies hang on here. It's it's an exciting time here in October. The city transforms. I mean never been in a place that loves sports as much as they do here and yeah it's been fun so far and in, in the playoffs and hopefully they keep the show going for <laughs> for me personally as a as mm-hmm. a fan so <laughs> uh, i can yeah. only imagine yeah. yeah i went to uh when the white, white Sox were in the playoffs they uh they played houston actually i was 21 uh mm-hmm. two years ago and I, I went to game three when they played here in chicago and just that environment and yeah. just the playoff atmosphere in general but there, there's nothing playoff baseball is just a different sport on its own yeah. in my opinion and just being able to in that atmosphere where you just got 40 50,000 fans just screaming their ass off I mean it's yeah. there's no environment like it I would agree it's a totally different game and I think you know I, I went to my first playoff baseball game last week, game three, which was in a great one for the Phillies. They won 10 to two, hit six home runs. Um, yeah. They, and everybody told me it's a different beast. And it really is. And I feel like I've been, been to some pretty good sporting events. I mean, you went to a great basketball university where, you know, games at assembly hall are unmatched, similar to Purdue games at Mackey arena are insane and loud. I feel like, so I've been, I feel like I've been in some good sports environment, but playoff baseball was, was special. It was really unique. So yeah, it's a totally yeah. different game, but I'm excited to keep watching, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, I, I, I've seen people complaining about how it's been a boring postseason. It's like, I mean, really comparatively, I mean, maybe on paper, because these teams are beating, you know, it's these series are yeah. three, but like watch the game. It's been, they've been exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you you know, other than, you know, the couple Dodgers Diamondback series and the Phillies putting up six the other night. I mean, yeah, a lot of the games have been competitive at some point Mm -hmm. throughout the game. So exactly. Yeah. There's always something to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like as a fan, I just don't know of a better, I mean, I, I'm biased. I think my my personal favorite sound is like a basketball, like only touching net. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like as a fan, if you're at a playoff game and you hear that ball like hit the baseball bat perfectly, like, and you and the batter know it's a home run before yeah. it even before it even like gets past like the pitcher in the air. Like, there's just yeah. n- there's nothing like that. And you got and you get six of them. Like, yeah. well, that's an awesome playoff game. And I'll say that's, yeah. that, that's a really unique – I think that's a good point because, like, again, at the Phillies game last week, like Bryce Harper, you know, hit first home run. It's a it's an audible – You they hear the bat and it's an audible, like, silence because everybody's like, oh, you know, that was such a great – and then yeah. it's, you know, it's, there's something about that that's kind of – yeah, it, there's the great sound of a, a ball hitting the bat. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, it's – and, and like you know it too like a, yeah. this, a sound a sound of a clean home run it just is sounds so, so different right yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah yep. exactly yeah. well i'll trust and i'll let you uh get back to to watch and play off baseball but <laughs> thank you so so much for for coming on and agreeing to be our first guest and hopefully uh hopefully you had enough fun that you'd consider coming back for for spring training or however (laughs) however long the world lets us keep doing this podcast (laughs) so yeah absolutely cool yeah yeah no i'm i'm always around i had a great time and once again you know thank you guys i'm I'm honored to be the first guest so 
Yeah. Hopefully Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Much. Guest number one. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> hey, and if we ever get a playoff game in Chicago, we can all, we can all meet up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, White, White Sox Phillies World Series. Who says no? <laughs> Say less. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Justin. Yeah. Of course, thank yeah. you. Have a good See one. Bye. Thank you so much, everyone, for, for tuning in. Uh, to this episode of the Sports Medicine Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We have all of our socials listed in the description. Make sure you're sharing uh, this podcast with all your friends and family. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, I've been Maddie Portland. I'm Haley Karpik. And this was your weekly dose of the Sports Medicine Podcast. Thanks so much. Cheers. Cheers.